Welcome to Tiff's Logic on Talk Zone, the show where we speak about the sexes and the issues we all come across in everyday life. Now, here's your host, Tiffany Little. Hey, hey, hey. Happy Thursday. Welcome to another edition of Tiff's Logic. I'm your host, Tiffany Thanks for tuning in. I was a little all over the place when um, I was searching for a topic today. I had so many emails and callers pulling me in different directions that I was totally stuck. I, I have a list of really good topic ideas, and then sometimes I will go out and start doing research or talking to people and polling randoms in the streets and, and things like that. So so I have a lot of good information built up in my trusty handy-dandy notebook, but I just couldn't pick one. So today I decided to throw all my notes out the window and just do an open platform show. And, you know, what I mean by an open show is just – Open for all the topics, open for anyone to say or, or call and ask and let's just talk, you know, about, about things that bother us and trouble us in our relationships or, you know, exchange advice or ask questions and, you know, just, just things like that. So anything that's bothering you or that you've wanted to talk about, I actually, I'm going to go over some great emails that I've had piling up kind of since I've started this, the show. Um, things that, you know, if they haven't necessarily felt, felt in with a topic, but I, I really like them, you know, so this is also an opportunity to get some of those emails out there. Um, or some people that called in, you know, and some things that they spoke about and some ideas they gave. And so for anyone that does not have my number, it's toll free 1-888-463-67 four eight or you can always email me at it's tifflittle at gmail dot com. Um I answer those emails religiously and I love hearing from you all and, and chatting and there's never a dull email, so please feel free anytime to email me. So I want to go ahead and kick off the the today's show with this really cool email I received a few weeks back. And this one like stuck with me and, and I have replayed the question in my mind a few times. Anyways, that's why I really wanted to, to read and talk about it. So Stacy writes, Hey Tiff, if a guy doesn't text, call or email when it's truly his turn, is he just not that into you? Does that mean you're not on his, the top of his priority list? To be fair, Tiff, I'm talking about weeks of this behavior, long enough to have formed a pattern. What do you think? Is he just not that into me? And I think the reason why I loved this, maybe one of the reasons why I loved this email so much, is because he's just not that into you. It became an international bestseller, and it's an inspired major film and I loved the movie. He's just not that into you. And that's, that's the question here. And that's a huge question that many, 
many, many, many females ask. And then, you know, men, of course, is she just not that into you? We all have those questions. I could have done a show on that topic alone. I still might. That's how much I love this, this question and this topic. But, you know, with that, and, and the book was really, really funny and the movie was slightly more dramatic. And, you know, unfortunately, it seems despite the success of the book and the movie, few women and men have taken that message to heart. And she raises that interesting question, you know, is he just not that into me? So I, you know, how do we become so evolved and obsess over a person who's just not that interested in us? And, you know, why is this message so hard to understand for so many of us? And, and why do we overanalyze the behavior of other people who, you know, to find interest where there is none? You know, there's so many questions that come from this. But while all these are the million-dollar questions, you know, that, that are asked by people all over all the time, all I can say is this. If he's not responding and not calling you or messaging you, emailing, whatever, if he's not communicating back, then stop chasing him, okay? Like, we we don't want to continue to send out text messages and emails and, and call with no response. You know, that's not fun. That doesn't get us anywhere, and we feel silly. We, we, we feel silly in those situations. So stop chasing Make yourself less available, Stacey. Like, even if he's not that into you, it will make him wonder, you know, if, if you just stop. Because the thing is, in my opinion, in all honesty, when things become scarce, we value them more. So you stop chasing. You make yourself less available. It might just work to you in your favor, you know. And as that saying goes, don't make someone your priority when you're their option, you know. So my honest opinion is I don't know if he's that into you. Uh, he could be playing hard to get. He could not not like you. I mean, we I, I don't really know. But I can just say, honestly, take a step back. Don't make yourself as available as you have been. Stop calling him. Stop putting the ball in his court. You know, just kind of leave it alone. Leave it alone and, and reevaluate and, and see what happens then. And always, always feel free to call, follow up, email, and, and let me know how it goes. But, yeah, you're there's somebody out there that is going to want to call and, and text and email you back. So maybe chasing this guy is, is not the way to go. So um, good luck with that, Stace. And we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to take it to the phone lines. Welcome back to Tiff's Logic on TalkZone.com. Here's Tiffany Little. Hey, welcome back. Um, I, I had one more email that I... I wanted to go over at the very, very beginning. It is just just a simple question, and this is from Tom. Tom says, hey, Tiff, if your partner is passive-aggressive, how do we deal? And I, I honestly, if your partner is passive-aggressive, I, I mean, you need to, I guess, I, I, I'm, I'm not sure. You need to ask him kind of, what you want and I guess be ready for them to refuse to give it to you. Passive aggressive. Like if I honestly don't know, I think that those kind of situations don't 
really ever go over well with anyone. Nothing is ever solved. You you never get to the root of the issue. Um, and I just think that it, it's never good for anyone. I I would say try to try to as much as you can get in there and and change that situation and and maybe try to talk about it. It, it passive aggression aggressiveness comes and and they kind of leave things open ended. I feel like so ask a question back, follow up. Don't let the conversation end. Don't allow it to end. See see kind of what you can get them to talk to you about and, you know, and maybe you can change that situation. So it's, so it's not always ending with, you know, the, the passive aggressive behavior and maybe you can, you can break that and at least really find out what, what the issue is, you know? So I would say just communicate and, and try to keep the conversation going so they, you know, when, Somebody would be finished and ready to walk away. Ask questions. Try to get them. Try to get them going. We. Um, I'm going to take it to the phone lines. We have a caller, Cassandra. Are you there? I'm there. Hi. Thanks for calling. Hey there. Um, I have a question for you. Um, I think that I have my own opinions on this, but I'm really interested in your. Um, I guess logic on what is how important it is to maintaining a professional appearance on your social media um, as a young or younger business person and social media being what it is today. Um, how important do you think, and why do you think it's important for for you know young business minded people to maintain a professional appearance? Hmm. I, you know, as you asked me this question, I'm like thinking of my social media in my head and I'm like, how, how do I portray myself on my social media? How I, I guess it all depends on your profession. Now, if there's a lot of people who their social media is very sexualized and, you know, very open and, and revealing and, you know, a lot and that's their part of their living you know if you okay I have a very good friend who's a bodybuilder and her pictures are all so sexual and seductive you know they're they're very revealing and they're but that's her business you know that's you know she she's selling her her looks and she works out and she takes care of her body so that's what she's that's what she's showing. So, I mean, I think it really depends on what your field is and, you know, you could play with it kind of in, in that situation. If Now, if you're just a normal person and you're not a bodybuilder or you're not a model or, you're, you know, you're just like the rest of us. And I think I, I yes, I know that bosses and um, people recruiting and, and, and hiring are looking at our social medias. I personally don't know that I would want to work for a company that would base their decision on your social media. Now, if your social media is insane and you have very inappropriate things on there that, you know, could be harmful or, you know, whatever, then that's different. But just having, yeah. how is your social media set up? 
Well, inappropriate content and sharing, you know, airing your dirty laundry is really what I'm, I was thinking, you know, and how much of an impact it can make on people, especially if you're either a business person out, out there in the business world or even a young uh, business owner and maintaining, a, you know, if, if anybody were to go, well, who's the owner of this company? You know, let me first place they're going to look, well, let me see if I know, know anybody they know on Facebook. Mm-hmm. They go on your Facebook and it's all, you know, very provocative dance videos and, mm-hmm. you know, you air in, air in your family dramas and stuff like that. And, and I, I, my Facebook is, is very public. And so I maintain a very clean public profile, you know, even though I'm like the rest of, you know, the younger generations, I'm out, you know, at the bar and hanging out with my friends and wine nights and stuff like that. I don't always, you know, post that to my public social media because I'm afraid that somebody might see it and paint me in a different light because during the day, it's, well, all the time, it's all business. But, you know, when I have my time, I, I don't like that aired and especially don't air my dirty laundry on Facebook. I feel like I learned that lesson a long time ago. But I was just curious how you felt about it because so many people do it. And I actually had a connection with somebody on LinkedIn recently. And I, of course, jump on Facebook to see who all we both had in common, you know. And their Facebook was just incredible. I was like, okay, that video is highly inappropriate. (laughs) And you are in this, you know, political world. And I just couldn't. It was just too much for me. I, I ended up removing them from all accounts, all accounts. But I was just curious as to your views and if you could paint any light or paint, paint any picture or shed any light on the people, you know, that are listening, your opinion towards, you know, making sure they understand, you know, the difference in, like you said, a bodybuilder who is putting themselves out there, that is their business, and somebody who's wearing a suit and tie and often all the wrong places in the evening, you know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and keeping that keeping that from being so public on social media because social social media is such a integrated part of our world now. So well, and you you, you always want to portray your your best face, you know you. You try to, I mean, it, it's inevitable that your profiles, you block them. It, no matter what you do, somebody somewhere can see it. And once you post something to the internet, you can't get it back. It doesn't go away. Like, you know, so we should always keep that in mind and remember that as, as we're posting and, you know, these people who have children or significant others and, you know, you just, be mindful of, of what you're posting because you never know who's gonna who's gonna go after you and look at it and or where it's gonna be found. You know, the internet is a crazy thing, honey. And you know, you start getting things out there and you can't get them back. And uh, you know, it can work it can be very harmful and detrimental to things. So you know, just be mindful of and you know, if you're if you're one of those people that doesn't care what anyone thinks and doesn't need a boss and doesn't ha- need a job, then do you do whatever you want, post whatever you want, but you know, keep it classy. Uh, that's the best advice I could say is just keep it classy. You know, if, if 
if you want to have people think of you one way or another, you know, just be mindful when you post the stuff and try to be classy, you know? Right. Well, thank you so much for calling. Yeah. Well, that is a very, very interesting, interesting question. It was a good one. I, I haven't, I haven't stopped and thought about that. So thank you so much, Cassandra, for, for bringing that up. I, like I said, you just always want to put your best face forward. So, you know, think of that when you're posting those things, things on the internet. Cause once they're out there, we, we cannot get them back. We are going to take a short break and be right back. Let's get back to Tiffany Little for more of Tip's Logic on Talk Zone. Hi, welcome back. I have a pretty cool email I wanted to to read really fast. And I it it is pretty simple and his name is Stephen and he says, "Hey Tiff, what is the best advice you've ever gotten?" When it comes to relationships. Um, and I, I thought about it and honestly, I think the best advice I've ever gotten, I was, I think I was like 16 or something. It was my first relationship and, and it was honestly, it was from one of my teachers and they just said, take it easy. Easy does it. And I, I remember she said that too often, you know, people get caught up in fear and needs and control. And, you know, it becomes like a, a pool. And she said, just take it easy. Easy does it, you know, it, when you let all the small things come in, it, it destroys the quality of the relationship, the lives, you know, it, it just, it, it just becomes too much. And that advice, the take it easy, easy does it, I have, that's been my approach for romantic relationships for as long as I can remember, you know, and, shoot a lot of of life too um so take it easy that's the best advice i have ever gotten when it comes to relationships we have a caller caller are you there frank hey Tiff, how you doing good thanks for calling frank well um i've been listening to you since the beginning and i've been listening to you help all kinds of people out with all kinds of advice and with all their problems and stuff. And I was wondering since the beginning of Tip's Logic and helping people out and talking to them, how this has uh, affected you. Is it in, uh, is there a positive impact? And what kind of uh, input can you give us as to, as to how this has, has uh, helped you in your life or relationship or, or whatever? Um, that's a really good question, Frank. And, you know, thanks for asking and thanks for listening. I, I want to say that the one thing that I've learned from doing this podcast and speaking to everybody is that men and women have the same exact fears, the same concerns. We may do things a little bit differently. And not that I didn't know that before, but hearing men calling and emailing and, and saying the same things that 
us girls talk about or have questions about, you know, it's just, it, it, it brings it that much more to light that we really aren't that different. And we, you know, we really do have some of the same concerns and, and fears. I, I also, it just brings a lot of things in perspective. Um, and that so many people struggle and go through the same things you know you you hear a topic i i mean i've heard a topic on my show somebody has called and asked me a question and then three and a half weeks later i'll get an email uh, and i'll think it was you know uh, a situation that I, I had never even heard of you know i had never heard of it and then all of a sudden i've been doing the show and i hear about it six times so it's it's kind of cool to be able to talk openly about everything that we all think and fear and wonder and question about, you know. So I'm I'm pretty pretty stoked that that I've gotten this experience. Well, I really appreciate that and I wanted to let you know that you really helped me out and um I'm the guy that knows the girls that has girl friends and also a girlfriend and now my girlfriend and all my friends that are girls well, thank you so much, and I, I totally remember, and, and that's great. And can I ask you, what is the best relationship advice you could give someone? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't date Frank. <laughs> no, no, that I'm can't only, be it. I'm, I'm only joking. Um, no, I've, I've had many successful relationships and I love to have, you know, interact with uh, females. But um, I do know what the answer is and it's right on the tip of my tongue and I know because it's just so solid with me. And um, first of all, you just really got to be a friend. Mm-hmm. You know, That's a good there's one. No, there's just no doubt about that. And if that's not there, then there's absolutely nothing. And I, I agree with you too. I, I, I honestly think there has to be a relationship there. Um, friends first, you know. Right. And I, I think that if you, if you can't be friends, then I don't think there's much more you can be, you know. Well, I see a lot of people in relationships and. Um, I just doubt the friendship part of it. It's, it's just sometimes kind of taken for granted, I think, and and that's not something to be taken granted for. Hmm. Well, and and that's that's something that's a good point of view, and that's some good advice. You know, well, don't take it for granted. I'm sure everybody has sure somebody that's in a relationship, and they're like scratching their head. But um, I. Uh, could never figure out how some people connect with some other people, but that's the magic of that's the way the world works, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's the opposite of tracks and the magic of, of love and lust, you know? Yeah, 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 the two L. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for calling in, and thank you to all your friends for listening and, and anytime and for for anyone who needs our 
the the number or our email. You can always call us toll free at one eight 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 four six three six seven four eight or email us at if tifflittle at gmail dot com. And um, you know, I anyone who calls in and uh, has a story to tell. Please feel free to always follow up like like Frank did. You know, he he's called. He he had something to say on a few shows, and, and that's great. And and I I I enjoy talking to to people like that. I have a, another email that this is just a piece of advice. And Derek says, for all of you in relationships out there, please do not put boundaries on others. You can't put boundaries on someone else, only yourself. And I think that Derek, that's that's a fantastic piece of advice. And thank you so much for emailing me about it. Uh, you know, I don't know that I would have covered that without you. But if you know, and here's the thing: if someone, as far as the boundaries go, and if someone is treating you badly, you can't change their behavior. You know what I mean? You can't tell people what they can and can't do. Well, your children, of course, but significant others, no. So, but you can ask yourself why you are accepting it and how can you put a boundary on yourself so that you won't accept it again, you know, and take responsibilities for your role and what you're doing, but you can't make other people take, take that responsibility. And, you know, you, you can't tell them what to do. So that's, that's a great, great piece of advice. And I think people all over should try to listen to that and, and put that in their head because I see it, honey. They, people want to give you, you can't do this. You can do that. But, you know, it's – that's never a way to live. So I, I I think that's a great piece of advice. We are – we have another caller. Caller. Francis, are you there? Yep. Hi, Francis. Thanks for calling. Hi, Tiffany. Thanks for having me. How are you? Hello? Francis, can you hear me? Now I can. Oh, okay. I, I was saying I'm great. Thanks for asking. I, I wondered if you had any great advice or a, a, an amazing question you wanted to ask. I guess I could go both ways if you want it. Sure. Question, first off. So you like this girl, and you're talking to her, and she likes you back. And I know you're, you're a good-looking gal. You probably don't have any problems with this, but... And you know the girl's seeing someone else, and she knows she's seeing someone else. But you know there's something a little bit more than there's a connection there. What advice would you give to broach a subject on how the other sort of relationships go compared to yours? Hmm. Okay, so are you asking me what I would do in this situation, or which which side are you asking the me to be here? The question is, you're the third party. Okay. And you know that you guys have a connection and you know there's something more there, but she doesn't want to bring up the other topic. How would you bring it up? And what's the other topic? That she's in a relationship? Or? Yes, correct. Okay. And... What makes you think that there's something there, if I can ask? Hints. Drop little 
you know, the way she talks, the way she acts, the way she looks, smiles. Okay. Stuff like that. And, I mean, have... have Intuition. Oh, okay. And so you are sure that she's in a relationship, correct? Positive. Okay. And how do you feel being in the situation that you're in right now? I mean, a little bit in limbo. Okay. And so my advice is just have a conversation with her. Honestly, I mean, I think you should have a conversation with her. I don't think it's fair for you to, you know, sell yourself short on what what you're doing, you know, and I don't think that you should be putting all of your your eggs in one basket. So they say, you know, I, I think you should definitely have a conversation with her and I think you should continue, you know, living it, it, and you know, how, how much of, how deep are these feelings we're talking about? Not that you wake up thinking you go to sleep thinking of her. Yeah, it's, it, you definitely need to have a conversation. You know, I don't, I don't think there can, you know, be multiple people involved in a relationship. So I think you should definitely have, have a conversation with her. And, you know, have you tried that before? A couple of times. Okay. And does she avoid the situation? I think you said that, right? Yeah. Well, all you can do is, is have a conversation. And like I told, I think it was Stacy on the, the email, you know, Maybe make yourself a little less unavailable when, when you aren't around as much, you know, and you're, when something becomes scarce, we want it more, you know, so, and I'm not sure how, you know, how involved in, is it, but that's always a piece of, good, a, a good piece of advice is to, you know, take a step back a little bit. But I think you should try to have a serious conversation with her and, and, and see how that goes first. Say, hey, don't avoid this situation. Let's just have this talk. I like you. What, what are we doing here? You know, or whatever you need to say to her to, to have your questions answered, you know, have that conversation first. And she is in a relationship and you should keep that in mind that you, you know, you may want to take a step back. Not bad. Thanks for the info. Yeah. No, every, every guy, girl is, uh, kind of what you said, but don't smother. Don't send no. five text messages in a row. When one will do. You know, the Absolutely. Four, five, six lines, just kind of, when I pick up my phone, I see someone's written me six times. I'm reading that last. Don't smoke. <laughs> You're reading yes. it last? Yeah. Sometimes just a yes will work, not just a, you know, I'm going here to do this, or that, and this. Is that fine? Just say yes. It's more than enough. But don't smother. I I am a firm believer in do not smother as well. Um, I'm a double texter though. I will double text now. You know, make no mistake. I'm gonna I'm gonna double text you. (laughs) As a pretty girl, you can do that. But there's a fine line. You can't do that. Well, no matter how you are who you are you shouldn't smother because nobody likes that nobody nobody likes to have to answer to all these what was that no one likes a helicopter date no not not at all so thank you so much for your your question and your advice young lady i'm not done yet 
Oh. I got another one. What is your okay. advice on dating in the workplace? My advice in dating in the workplace? Is that your question? Yeah. Ugh, I wouldn't do it, honey. That's just me, though. I mean, what happens when that goes south? And, and not that they always do. And I don't want to be the negative Nancy here, but you know that, that saying they say, don't poop where you eat. You know, and I, I have never, ever been involved in a situation where I have been in a relationship with someone I work with. I think it's, I think living together, working together, being together, oh my goodness. It's too much. It's too much. About, I think it's overbearing. What about fooling around in the workplace? Well, to be fair, if, if you're both single, you know, I don't really see the harm in it. But it depends on what kind of fooling around. If we're talking about a couple of times situation, uh, you know, you got to be careful, though, because they People have a tendency to, you know, be repeat offenders. And when you continue to put yourself in the same situation, it might be giving the wrong kind of, you know, statement. Like, hey, I, I'm calling you and hanging out with you constantly. Um, oh, that means they like me or, oh, that means they want to be with me. So just be careful. And if you can, just hook up with somebody outside the workplace. Don't even bring that drama into your work because that's your livelihood. And once you start making things all complicated, it can get messy. So my advice would be just to steer clear of workplace situations all around, you know? Okay. One more piece of advice, by the way, for guys and girls. Dress nice. Put a little effort <laughs> into it. It makes a whole difference. Absolutely does. Thank you so much. And I, I will remember that every every time we're getting dressed. I'm getting dressed. Everybody remember, dress nice, don't smother. Yes, please, Stephanie. Please remember, uh, Francis, caller number... I don't know how many you had, but uh, dress nice for the first date. Dress to impress, even if it's going to the grocery store. You got it. You got it. Dress nice, America. Thank you so much, Francis. You're awesome. Thanks Thank you so me. much. Anytime. So for it's Little at gmail.com. Email me any questions, concerns, advice, and you can always give us a call, 1-888-463-6748. Like I said, today we're just an open, open platform. Anyone can call and say anything. Um, well, within means, you know, we're, we're not getting a little crazy here. But any questions, and, and I really love the advice I'm getting. Everybody who's called has had and emailed has had a nice piece of advice for us and, and not necessarily things that we haven't thought about, but things that weren't said today. So, so that's great. So we're going to take a short break and be right back. Now, more of Tiff's Logic on Talk Zone with Tiffany Little. Hey, welcome back. I have a few interesting emails. Um, I wanted to, to take a second 
And they're just advice. They're just advice, and I'm totally digging it, and I am so glad. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to send me these emails. This one is from Mark, and Mark says, sometimes love is where you least expect it. And I, that is so awesome to say, and I I think that that's a great piece of advice. You know, some of the the hottest, most fun, sexiest, interesting, you know, stimulating things happen when you're least expecting it, you know, and it can be eye openers and to relationships and experiences. And I think that, you know, just because uh, I, you know, and here's another thing I think too. And just because a relationship has a shelf life, I, I don't, I don't think you doesn't mean you shouldn't enter it, you know? So sometimes that could fall in the love is where you least expected category. And, I think I think that's that's great advice and and thank you so much. And Tina also emailed me and said, "People, put some effort in your relationship." And that's that's her advice and I think that's great too um because we do have a tendency to kind of get into a routine and you know at some point people you know stop putting stop putting effort into it and you know things just kind of go south and go sour and you know that's that's really really good advice and you know you just you when you're in a relationship dating whatever the situation you know time and energy go into it so it's very important that you you know that you put your effort into it because things don't just happen. You know, we, we got to go out there and get them and we, we make our relationship work and it's, that's very good advice. And it's really important to not get lazy. We, we can't get lazy in our relationship. And we have another one from Tristan who says, love yourself, America. <laughs> and, and that's great too. And because obviously, as we all know, I mean, that's the, I think that's the, that might be the best. I know I said the best was take it easy, but love yourself might be the best advice any of us could ever give anyone, you know, because you can't love anyone um, unless you, you love yourself. So this is, um, this is, I mean, this piece of advice is older than time, you know, you love yourself first, you know? And so I think, I think it's really, really important that we, we love ourselves first, you know, because you can't open up if if you you don't trust yourself. So uh, thank you so much for everyone who has called in and emailed us today on the open open topic. I also I I think that anyone has any ad- advice on show topics or anything they want to hear, please, it's tifflittle at gmail.com. Email me whenever. And uh, I'm I'm really interested in the feedback that people have or the topics or the ideas. Um, I think we have another caller. Caller, John, are you there? Hey, Tiff. Hey, thanks for calling. Good. You having a good day? I am. Do you have any advice or question for us today? Well, you know, something that's always been a, uh, a, a topic, uh, especially in my family, a little bit more religious family, um, you know, we've, uh, we've, I've always been, you know, been told to, you know, wait for marriage, but you know, for, you know, for sex, but, uh, but I, you know, clearly I think, I think that's, uh, not as, as big of a deal these days as, 
as uh, as it used to be, but also on on a more a more realistic hand of you know living together uh, with someone before you're married. Um, you know, I've I've always been kind of torn. I, I it, I've done it a couple of times and it's actually worked out. Um, you know, I, I think you find out a lot of, about the person, but you know, maybe that is some of the stuff that you should be, you know, waiting for for marriage to be able to go through those things together. But um, I guess I'm just kind of wondering, wondering what 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 your view is on it. Um, you know, if if you should wait or if you think it's a good idea to to you know live live together and, and really really try to uh, try to try to get somebody get to know somebody you know, in and out, um, you know, before, before any sort of commitment. And John, that's a great question. I was also, I was one of those ones who believed in, you know, waiting till you were married or in a lifelong partnership, whatever, to move in, to live together. You know, I thought that Living together, you know, you wanted to pick out your things together. You want to buy your place together or, you know, decorate and, you know, all of that. When you just move in with someone, that takes away from a lot of that. So I always feared that, you know, if you weren't entering in the situation together and you kind of were just moving your stuff into your significant other's place that it would take away from a lot of that living together for the first time. So I, I, I never did it when I was younger. I, I wouldn't advise people to, and a lot of people have a tendency to move in way too fast. You know, when we yeah. first get with someone, everything is so great and you're with them every day, all day, and you don't want any time apart. And it's like, well, why do we pay two rents? Why do we pay two cables? Let's just live together, you know? So they move in really too fast. I think that is a problem. I think that's more of a problem than moving in together before marriage. And for, I for think financial reasons, absolutely. Mm-hmm, yes. And, and I think that a lot of it has to do with your age and where you're at in your life. Like my point of view kind of changes as I got older. You know, if you were two people that weren't getting married and weren't making decisions, you know, that fast and you were taking your time and stuff, then I don't really see a problem with it. But like I said, that's changed as I got older, you know, because your friends are all starting to get married and, and you know, or your roommates have moved out and, you know, things change. So I think it's, yeah, and I think adapting and the older you are, that situation, you know, I don't think it's such a big deal about living together before marriage. But when I was younger, it was something I I believed in waiting waiting to do, for sure. Um, as far as getting to know their ins and outs, hey, I they say that you never know a person until you live with them. But when I was in college, I had a study. We did a study, and the studies show people who did not live together before marriage lasted their relationships or marriages lasted longer than the people who did live together. And I remember that study from when I was in college, and and hopefully I I could find it and maybe elaborate a little more. But I was pretty shocked to read that, um, and it was probably I don't know seven years ago or something. But that those statistics showed. You know, for the people that moved in together first, their relationship was not did not outstand the people that did not live together, and that's contrary to popular belief. Everyone married? thinks, 
Yes, everyone thinks, you know, you should live together first before you're married. You get to know each other's ins and outs. But that but that survey or the statistic I read, that report said otherwise. So and that was kind okay. of to play on your do we think that, you know, to, to learn their ins and outs. Remember, you said right. that. So, right. yeah. So hopefully, you know, their ins and outs before you move in with them. <laughs> you know, yeah. you you don't want to have somebody in your home and turns out to be some monster. So hopefully you know them before your ins and out or you know their ins and outs before you have them move in with you. And, and I think, I think the right answer is, you know, you'll, you'll figure it out as age and time, you know, and you make the decision that's, that's good for you and your significant other, you know? Yeah. 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 I, 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 yeah. I think, I think it's been, I think it's been good, but I guess there probably is still, still some room, you know, you definitely need to need to be able to have your space in, in relationships. So, you know, being able to, I don't know, it's always good to be able to grow yourself and being able to grow, you know, outside of the other person. I, I, I know I have a couple of friends uh, who they live together and, you know, they only do is just spend time, all their time with each other. You know, and I mean, I guess, you know, maybe they're, you know, that much in love, but, you know, now they don't, they don't spend time with any of their friends anymore, um, you know, because of it, you know, which, which uh, it's, it's good to be able to, I think, experience, you know, all, all parts of life there, you know, not, not just, not just uh, you and your significant other. So, you know, moving together, I think maybe sometimes uh, uh, hampers that ability. Yeah. And, you know. I think that's great advice. I I am a firm believer in do not lose yourself in someone else. You know, don't change and mold your whole life around someone else. Like you still need to hang out with your friends and you still need to breathe and live and do things on your own. And yes, we're so excited. And yes, we want to hang out with the person all the time. But that kind of stuff isn't necessarily healthy. You have to separate and make time and see other people and keep your friends because your friends get mad. Your friends get mad at you when you're not hanging out with them. Every time you have a new boyfriend or girlfriend, they get mad and they notice that. Now we're all talking about you behind your back. Hey, Every time they got a new significant other, we're out of the picture. And we shouldn't do that. You need your friends, you know. You need your right. buddies because they're that fresh air. They're that advice. They're that helping hand, and they're there for you, you know. So that's a great yeah, piece of advice for sure. If we're lucky enough to have good friends. Absolutely. And if you do have good friends, you want to keep them. That's another really good point. Thank you so much. That was that was great advice. Thanks for listening and and thanks for calling in. Cool. Thanks, Steph. Yeah. Have a great weekend. What what a great show. I am so sad. It, it it's coming to an end. And I wanted to take some other callers and emails, but maybe I'll maybe I'll save them for for next time. Again, the number to call us at is one eight 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 four six three six seven four eight. Thank you to everyone who called in today. Everyone shared some advice, and it was awesome. All the advice was awesome, and it all pertained to us and life and relationships, and we can all learn and and practice them. And it was so so great. And thank you to everyone who is emailed. And again, the email is it's tifflittle at gmail.com. Please, anytime, feel free to email me. Thank you guys so much for everything, and I hope to see you next Thursday.